All righty. Well, good morning, everybody. Nice to see you all here. Uh, thanks so much for coming out this morning. Uh, this week is a little bit different. This week, so uh, if you've been tracking along with us, if you've been following along, you know that for the last month or so, we've been going through this series that we're calling Out of Context, where we've been taking um, uh, either sayings or scriptures or sort of these biblical narratives that we've understood uh, and figuring out maybe one of some of the ways that maybe we've understood them wrong or, or got them maybe not quite the way that they were intended to be uh, and sort of put them back in to context. And that's been a really great series, but today we're, we're going to switch it up a little bit um, because today we're going to talk a little bit more about IPC specifically. So we've kind of renamed this week in our context because I'm a pastor and you have to have a cheesy title or it just doesn't land. That's how it works. Um, so this is kind of what we're going to do this week. Now, there are some weeks, and, and you guys know this about me, there are some weeks where I will give you the bottom line in the first three minutes. I'll say, you know what, maybe everybody's a little sleepy this week. You know, one out of four Sundays, maybe you come in and you, you kind of want to be able to like hope that you absorb something because you were up late or whatever that looks like. And so I'll give you that bottom line in the first couple of minutes. Uh, and then, you know, you can probably get through the rest of your day knowing at least a little bit what, what to talk about. This morning isn't one of those mornings. <laughs> This morning is one of those mornings where I need you to lock in. Uh, this morning is one of those mornings where I need you to lock in uh, pretty early and pretty quick. Because this morning is going to be a little bit different. There isn't going to be a whole lot of fluff except for this part right now. Um, uh, we're going to move through a lot of things. We're going to move through quite a few things pretty quickly. And we're going to be a little bit specific here at IPC. As a lot of you know, so, oh, this is the, the other part that's in my notes that I should say. If this is your first Sunday, this is going to be perhaps a little bit more of a unique experience than what your normal Sunday in an IPC would be because we don't usually talk about ourselves quite this much. Um, so hopefully this is your first Sunday, but maybe you've checked us out online or you've seen something before this has happened. Um, and if this is your first experience with us, um, give us uh, another uh, swing at it next week. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, but this will be a good sort of eye on to where we are. Because where we are right now is we're at IPC in a moment of a little bit of uh, transition. And when you're in a moment of transition, when you're in a moment of processing that, you're, you're kind of figuring out what's next and where to go and what all that looks like. And so that's sort of what we've been doing um, together. And so there's going to be a lot kind of packed in this morning. So again, uh, lock in with me if you can this week. If it's your first time, take a deep breath. We don't normally talk about ourselves quite this much, but we're putting things in our own context here at the church this week because we're really excited about what's coming up next, uh, but there's a few things that we need to know. And here's how I got here this week. So we've been doing this series out of context. In this very last series, we were going to talk about giving. We were going to talk about how um, Old Testament or Old Covenant language around tithing and giving is different from New Testament or New Covenant language around tithing and giving is. Um, and we were going to sort of discuss what those look like and sort of how to give with a joyful heart, as Paul calls us to, and to give not uh, because you have to or out of guilt, but because you're supposed to give joyfully. But something's happened actually over the course of the last couple weeks, and that's that if you track along with us, if you get our weekly emails, if you're here all the time, you'll know that 
Um, our budget actually isn't looking that great right now. Uh, we're not hitting some of the targets that we had anticipated, and we're a little bit behind where we thought we'd be. And so as I was looking at what this week was supposed to be, I thought, it just looks a little opportunistic. <laughs> it looks like I was looking at that bottom line going, ah, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to hit them, and this is what we're going to be. And, and that just didn't feel like, it kind of felt counter to what the actual message would have been. And so I got on the phone with a lot of people this week. I talked to most of our elders team this week. I dragged almost all the staff in. I had conversations with a handful of people because it was just kind of working through this idea of what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? What does this look like? And so here's where we sort of landed. We landed in this spot where as we've been talking as staff and elders over the course of the last five months since I've been here, We've been talking about sort of what's next or where we're headed or where we want to focus or what we want to look at. We've gone through a huge time of transition that we're going to talk about a couple times. Two years of COVID completely wreaking havoc on people's schedules. Uh, there's some conversation around the denominational stuff that we've been going through that we've been talking about. We're transitioning uh, senior leadership. We've transitioned to actually quite a few staff positions in the last couple of years. There's just been a lot of moving parts. And I think what I've got a sense of from the staff, from the elders, from a lot of people that have come and sat in my office or people that I've sat in the halls or people that have called me and people that have emailed me and they're like, we're just, Mike, we're just ready to go. We're ready to go. We're ready for whatever that next thing is. We're ready to move as a church. And so this morning I kind of was looking at that and, and I was thinking, I was talking to the staff and the elders and I said, okay, well, how do we sort of talk about that holistically, not just zoned in on that one thing? And so we are kind of asking these questions. One, what does Jesus teach us about this? What does he teach us about moving forward, about going and doing, and, and what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to be thinking about? And two, as a, as a church, as IPC, what do we actually need to do next? And so in one of my conversations, um, I was having a conversation with our, uh, our lead elder, uh, Jason, and we were talking about this idea, and we were banting around kind of a, different, a couple different ideas, and we kind of landed on this this idea of maybe we talk about the parable of the talents. And if you don't know that one, we're going to get there in a second. But then, you know, the parable of the talents is actually a special one for me. One, because it's just been something that's shaped my faith development a little bit. But two, when I was 17 and I was in grade 12, my youth pastor came to me and said, hey, do you want to teach a lesson at youth? And I was like, yeah, obviously, that would be cool. And he's like, okay, so he gave me this, and it's actually the first lesson that I ever taught. And so I thought, well, why don't I take that lesson and I take a zoom back and look at it in context and the theme of what our series has been. Uh, and it's really interesting when you do that, you look at the kind of the section that it's in, and, and here's what it talks about. This section starts with Jesus talking to his disciples about uh, when he's going to come back. So Jesus hasn't yet been crucified, but what he's doing is he's having a conversation with the disciples about how to be prepared, how to get ready, what's going to happen next uh, after he, he goes back to heaven and then prepares a place and then comes back for his people. And the disciples are kind of asking questions like, well, what do we do? How do we get ready? What are we supposed to be doing? How, how is this going to work? <clears throat> and Jesus, Jesus tells four parables. And each one of those parables teach a bit of a different lesson. And this is why I say we've got to lock in this morning because I'm not going to sit here and read four parables and give, we'd be here all morning. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to sort of skim by these things really quickly and I hope maybe you'll go back this week and you'll read these through. And the first one, the first conversation Jesus has is he talks about this parable of the homeowner and the thief. Okay? 
And what he tells is he tells the story of a homeowner and he says, you know, when a homeowner knows when a thief is going to come, he can be ready. They can be ready for it. If, if, if somebody knew, if you knew when somebody was going to rob your house, <laughs> you'd know when to be awake. You'd know when to be prepared. You'd know what door. You'd know all of these things. But what Jesus says is, you're not going to know. You're not going to know when, the, the time, the hour, the day, the place, when I'm going to return. And so what you need to do is you need to be ready all the time. You need to be ready. You need to be prepared now. You need to always be in a state of ready for my return. And Jesus is teaching this to the disciples, both isolated, but also he's teaching it to them like this is what you're supposed to do. But in the grander scale, he's teaching this to us, what we're supposed to do. We need to be ready. We need to be prepared. And we've talked a lot about that as a staff and as an elders team in the last few months. We've talked about being proactive, about taking initiative and not reacting to situations, but actually saying we want to be ready for this next ministry season. We want to be intentional is a huge word that we've talked about a lot. We, we want to be really intentional about what we're doing next and what that looks like. And Jesus talks about this too. He says, we need you to be prepared. We need you to be ready. You can't, you can't sit back. And it's really easy to sit back. It's really easy to just sort of be reactive and just to wait and just to kind of hope, using Jesus' parable here, that you're awake at the same time the thief shows up. And a little bit, the last two years have allowed us to do that, right? We've kind of been sitting back. Well, when COVID is over, I'll be ready to go. I'll be ready to move. Well, when we figure out this leadership transition and we see who the new pastor is, then I'll be ready to move. I'll be ready to go. Hey, when, when we figure out what we're doing with the denomination, at that point, I'll decide whether or not I'm going to jump in with two feet. Hey, this, hey, that, hey, whatever it is, hey, whatever that thing in your life is that's saying, this is when I'm going to start to get ready. This is when I'm going to start to get ready. But what Jesus very specifically says to the disciples is, you need to be ready all the time. It's time to be ready now. And as a group, we're trying to treat this next ministry season that way. It's time for us to be prepared. It's time for us to be ready. Okay, the second parable that he tells uh, is the, uh, the parable of the, uh, the ten virgins. I'm not sure if you've heard of this one before. There's this parable where Jesus talks about how there's uh, ten uh, women who are going to meet the bridegroom, to meet their, their groom, and they all bring these lamps. And five of them bring lamps uh, with a little bit of oil in them, and five of them bring lamps with a little bit of oil in them and a whole jar of extra oil. Because they don't know how long it's going to take for them to wait for the groom to show up. This is one of those like, like, interesting things that we don't talk about anymore. When we have a wedding, I don't know if any of you have been married, but when we talk about this, um, some of you have, of course, right? You have a time. You have a time you're supposed to show up at, <laughs> right? I should be there at 1 o'clock. And if you're there at 1.02, you're late. And if you're there at 2.02, you're really late. And if you're late at 3.02... I don't know. Maybe you're not getting married that day. Who knows? 
But that's not how it used to work. How it would work is you'd have to wait and the groom would come and get you. And so the idea was you have to be equipped. You have to be ready. You have to be prepared. You have to have the things that you need. And so uh, these women, they all brought varying degrees of things with them to be ready. Five of them brought the lamp that they needed and five of them brought the lamp and some extra oil because they didn't know how long that they would be waiting. And when it was announced that, hey, he's on his way, some of them had run out. They didn't have enough oil. And so they said, five of them said to five others, hey, can you lend us some oil? And they went, hey, we, we need to be equipped. We need to be ready with the things that we are. So those five left to go get oil. And while they left, the bridegroom came and those five women went with him and the other were left out. And the parable here Jesus is telling is he's saying we need to be equipped. <laughs> we need to have our stuff together. You need to have the things that you need so that when it's time to move, when it's time to go, when you're called, we need to have our stuff together. We need to be equipped for the things that we're trying to do. And that's one of those things that we are trying to do here at IPC as well. We're, we're trying to be prepared. We're, we're not sitting back, but we're also trying to be equipped. What are the things that we need in order to accomplish this next season of ministry that God is calling us towards? The third parable he tells is the parable of the talents. This one's a little bit more about being productive. In this one, uh, uh, an owner gives his servants different uh, degree, uh, amounts of money according to their talent. One gets five talents, one gets four talents, and one gets two talents according to their, or one talent, sorry, according to their ability. And then the, 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 uh, the master leaves. And the people with five and four, they put that money to work. And even though they didn't get the same amount, even though they didn't have the same skill set or the, the same degree or whatever that looked like, they still put the stuff that they had to work. And they multiplied it. But the one who was only given one buried it in the sand and waited for the master to return. And when the master returned, he had a conversation with all three of those people. And in the first one, he said, hey, what did you do? And they said, hey, I've, I've, you gave me five, I've made five more. And he said... Thank you, good and faithful servant. And the second one said, hey, you gave me four and I made four more. And he said, thank you, good and faithful servant. And the third one said, hey, you gave me one and I buried it in the sand and I just waited for you to come back. And he was very upset and he said, why did you do that? <laughs> That's not what you're supposed to do. You're just sitting on it. You're sitting on your abilities. You're sitting on your talents. You're sitting on the things and the gifts that I've given you. It doesn't matter whether you had a lot or a little what we need to do is we need to work with the things that we have in order to multiply the kingdom. We need to be productive, right? We need to know whatever that looks like. And for us at IPC, that looks a little bit like this. We need to know what we have, however much it is, so that we can multiply the kingdom. Right? We need to be prepared. We need to be equipped. And as a church, we need to be productive. We need to be working towards the things that Christ is calling us to work towards. The last parable he tells is one of the sheep and the goats. And he tells this parable where when he comes back, people will be separated into like the sheep and the goats are separated. And Jesus says this. He says the sheep are those who come and they serve God's people. And Jesus says, I will tell you, when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was a stranger... You invited me in. When I needed clothes, you clothed me. When I was sick, you looked after me. When I was in prison, you came and visited me. But the goats, they didn't do that. They sat back. 
And what happened when Christ came back, they were held accountable for their actions. And Jesus warns us about this. He says, you're going to be held accountable for the things that you do. And here at IPC, we want to make sure that we take that seriously. We know that whether or not we're the ones uh, that are feeling good or however we're feeling, we're not actually the ones that are keeping score here. It's Jesus that we're accountable to and His calling for us and our purpose, both personally and as a church. And so we're called to be prepared, and we're called to be equipped, and we're called to be productive, and we're called to be accountable as a church. And we've just gone through a season and are currently through going through a season where it's actually really easy to sit back on some of this stuff. And this is what I mean, this is one of those lock-in type of weeks, is that this is one of those things where a lot of the things over the last four or five months that we've talked about have been personal growth and how do we do this and what does that look like and how do we treat the people around us and what kind of a church do we want to be and what does that look like. But this, these are the active steps that we start need to take. And that doesn't mean that as a church we're not doing some of these things, but certainly we can be doing a little bit of them better. And there's people all over the place coming into my office all the time going, what are we doing? What do we need? What can we get done? We, we want to go. There is so much. I am just, you can't, I can't even, now you can tell I'm off script because of how many I can'ts you're getting out of me. I can't tell you how blessed Lauren and I feel to be a part of your family during this time. We work with a lot of churches. This is one of the things that we do. Um, we bring them through this period of um, you know, figuring mission out and revisioning or looking at purpose and looking at all that stuff. And there are a lot of churches that really struggle with that stuff, but not here. And sometimes even people that can get this on paper, they can get it on paper well, it's the action step that's sort of the struggle. But that, that's also not really here, which has been so cool. The amount of times that I've sat with the staff or the elders or, uh, or Lauren, and we've sat around and said the hard part, the part that people struggle seem to with the most in a lot of churches is the one part that this church, it seems to come easy. It's that action. It's that let's go. Let's get involved. Let's help somebody. Let's rally around. We don't want to sit back. But I can tell over the last couple of months what everybody's really anxious about is where are we going? What's going on? What's happening next? And we're working on that. So here's what I want to do here in the service for a second. Uh, can you put that slide back up that just has the four, the list, the prepared, equipped, productive, accountable on it? I'm going to, uh, oh, they're already back. Super. We're going to take a couple of minutes, and I want everybody to just sit and reflect on that, on yourself and where you are on your faith journey. As a church where we are on our journey, what's next, and, and what that looks like for you and where we're going to go. After this song, we're going to do something we don't normally do on a Sunday morning. As I said, this Sunday morning is a little unique. We're gonna give, I'm going to just give a very honest update as to where we are as a church. Because to be prepared and to be equipped and to be productive and to be accountable, we as a leadership team need a little bit of information to make sure things are planned out well. And we also need to know who to reach out to and who to contact and what that looks like. And so what I want you to do here as uh, 
they sing and play is I want you to just sit and I want you to think about your place in the kingdom, your spiritual gifts, your skill set, the things that break your heart, the things that God calls you to do, your experience here at IPC and what that's looked like so far. Because when I come back, we're going to have a little bit of a challenge. This is a let's go Sunday. This is sort of the beginning of the kind of the things that we're working towards through the summer to get to the fall, where as a leadership group, we're going to be able to look at everybody and go, okay, here's where we're headed and we're really excited about it. But in order to do that, we need to know a couple of things first. So what I want you to do is I want you to sit and listen, reflect, pray about where God is leading you and your heart as a member of IPC, and then I'll come back, we'll give a little bit of an update, and we'll go from there. I'm going to pray first before we do that. God, thank you so much for giving us really clear instructions as to what we're supposed to do. God, thank you for teaching the disciples in a way that we can learn from as well. And Lord, as we continue to prepare for what's next for IPC, God, I pray that you would just put on our hearts what you want to be there. That you would prepare us and prepare the way for us to go that we would be faithful in asking for the things that we need to be equipped with. Lord, that we wouldn't sit back, that we would be productive for your kingdom. Because, Lord, we know that you're coming back and we're excited about that. So, Lord, I just pray this morning as we think about and reflect and consider where we land in your kingdom, both in this church and outside these walls, Lord, that you would just speak to our hearts and our spirit this morning. In Jesus' name.
you're calling, we're coming, we're not walking, we're running. God, we need we surrender. So we re surrender. You're calling, we're coming, we're not walking, we're running. God, we need we surrender. So we re surrender. If you're calling, we're coming, we're not walking, we're running. God, we need we surrender. So we re surrender. If you're calling, we're coming, we're not calling, we're running. God, we need we surrender. So we re surrender. So we re surrender. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning. Would you sing that with us? I have decided. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Sing the cross. The cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back, no turning back. So we know what we're called to do, and this is the exciting part. We get to do it, <laughs> right? We know what we're called to do. We're uh, well-positioned to do that in a town uh, that really uh, could use a little bit of Jesus, in a region that could really use to hear His Word with people that are ready to go. We are excited. We're ready to go. But there's a couple of things that we need. And so this morning, this is sort of the update portion. This is the part where, and we've said this a couple times, we've said this at our last congregational meeting, over the course of the next year or so, we're going to be, or you know, hopefully longer than that, we're going to be really transparent about where we're at, leadership, in the process, the types of things that we're thinking about, because what we don't want is for leadership to sort of work over here in isolation, for the church family to be over here, and then all of a sudden for everybody to just go, hey, this is what we're doing. And everybody to go, oh, 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 okay. Lots of different reactions. We want everybody to kind of be along for the ride. We want you to be with us together because as a church family, we want to do this as a whole, as a body. And so there's a couple of things that we sort of need to figure out. And so here's kind of some of the things that are, that are going on right now. One of the things that we need to know 
is kind of what we're going into the next season with. In order to be prepared, in order to be equipped, and in order to be productive, one of the things that we need to know is what do we, what do we have? Who's along for the ride? What, do we, what have we got? Resource-wise, what are we looking at? What does that look like? Not because we want to be a church with this much or a church with this much, not because we're a church that's upset that it only has so many talents, but because we want to make active decisions that are intentional, that make sense. So that as a church, nobody feels super overextended or confused. So as a church, we can be excited for whatever that next phase is. But there's a couple of things that we're sort of trying to figure out as a leadership team that we could use a little bit of your help with. And the first one is this, and we touched on this a little bit. The first one is, is the money aspect, is the giving, okay? Right now, we've talked about this at our last congregational meeting and a couple of other things. Our givings at our church right now, they are down a little bit. They're down quite a bit more than what we'd expected and projected uh, over the course of the last, um, you know, couple of years. And so what we're trying to figure out as a leadership team, honestly, and this is the thing that we're, we're working on, is, is this the new normal? Is this what our givings look like and that we need to adjust? Or are there people that are waiting? Are there people that are sitting going, we're going to wait and see. We're going to sit back. We're not sure yet. And the honest to goodness truth is, is after a couple of years and being separated and not working, again, most of our ministries uh, sort of closing for a little while and then um, COVID happening and everything that's happening financially in the world, um, we are just not quite sure. At staff meeting about two, six weeks ago or so, we went through a big list of folks uh, that we hadn't seen in a while and that list got to, I don't know, 60 or 70 people and we went... Oh, like who's, who's still here? Are these people, are, are people watching online? Have we not heard from them because they haven't heard from us? What does that look like? And so that's trickled, I think, a little bit into our givings. We did a, an, an analysis on this, and one of the things that we learned is, is that the largest group of, of people that have, uh, um, the giving has dropped off is the amount of people that have given between $0 and, and about $1,000 a year. Um, that has dropped off by about 60% in the last year and a half or so. And sometimes I think, this is why we were going to talk about giving, but we're not. Because I think sometimes people think, well, if I'm not giving a certain amount, it doesn't make a difference, it doesn't matter at all, or I feel guilty, or whatever this looks like. And this isn't me calling you to say, we need you to give more, or I want you to start, but I want you to look internally and go, are you waiting for something? What are you, what are you waiting for? What does that look like? Not so that we can be a rich church and we can have more things and we can have shiny, pretty, whatever. Just so we can be prepared so that we can know. As a leadership team, we can make the adjustment. We just want to know what that adjustment looks like so that we can be responsible and active and intentionable about what we're doing. The same thing uh, is sort of uh, we're dealing with this on the volunteer side or the people side, right? We're a little bit short in kids' ministry. We're a little bit short in youth ministry. Our Oasis ministry is taking a step back uh, just for a minute. Um, our outreach and community events, a lot of them got closed for two years, and now we're trying to figure out what that looks like. And some people are uh, happy to be back, and some aren't, and maybe some people are waiting to be reached out to. Here's the problem. I've only been here for four months. I don't know who all those people are. So what we'd like to know is kind of who's on board? 
who wants to go, what that looks like. Is that a little bit? Is that a lot? It doesn't mean we need you to be here, you know, seven nights a week, but what does that look like? What does serving at IPC look like for you? I know it's been two years of sort of sitting back and waiting, but as a leadership team, again, what we'd like to do is we'd like to make some plans that are not only what we think God is calling us to do, but plans that make sense, plans that actually allow us to do that, that don't overextend us, that allow us to do one or two things really well. But in order to do that, we kind of need to know what we can plan for and how much help we've got. We're dealing with this on the leadership side. Um, We're going to need some more elders pretty soon. Um, we're going to need some more life group leaders pretty soon. There's a few other leadership areas that we're kind of sitting here going, we'd love to say we'd have this many life groups, but in order to do that, we need this many leaders. Or we know that we've got, we've got five elders right now, and three of them, their terms are up in the next 18 months, so we've got to onboard some new folks. And what does that look like? Again, we're trying to be prepared. We want our church to be equipped. We want it to be productive the way Christ is calling us to be. What we're trying to figure out is, where are we right now? And this is just completely honest, totally transparent. To a certain degree, we've got an idea, but to a certain degree, we know that there are a lot of people sitting back waiting, waiting to be told, hey, we need you to do this, or waiting to say, hey, it's time to go, or, 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 or. So, take this as your moment. (laughs) Today is the day where we're sitting up here as a team, and we're saying, We are so excited about some of the things that we've got planned. We are excited to roll out some new community initiatives and get involved in Interkip and some of the surrounding towns. We're super excited about that. We're really excited about inviting the community into our building a little bit more and using those moments to be able to serve our community, to serve families, to serve parents, to look at what that looks like, to sort of be that hub in Interkip, in the areas around. We're anxious about who God is bringing into our neighborhoods, and we're excited about it. What does that look like for us? How do we need to equip ourselves to make sure that this new group of neighbors that are moving in, that we're ready for them, that we understand them, that we know what's going on, and that we can lead them to Christ in a way that is helpful and healthy? We are jumping out of our skin to get back to Nicaragua. The amount of people that have come up to me and go, we just can't wait to go back. We, we can't wait to send another team. We're ready, we're ready, we're ready. This church, I could just like, I know it, it seems like really quiet because I think everybody's being super introspective right now because that's what I kind of told you to do. But I know that like everybody's ready to go. Are you a little bit ready to go? Just Steve. No, okay. We are ready to go too. The leadership team is ready to lead. We've got volunteers that are ready to go. We want to be well-equipped. We want to be prepared. We want to be productive, but here's what we need to know. We need to know how to plan and what to plan for. So here's one of the first steps we're asking you to take. James is going to throw a QR code up here right now. Okay. This is the moment where you are allowed to take your phone out in church. I'm telling you to do it. Grab your camera app and go on that QR code. It's going to bring you to a form that we've created that has two questions. The first question is, are you ready to go? (laughs) And the second one is, I'd love to have a conversation about this. And that's going to help us maybe start some conversations with you that just say, hey, 
Where can we plug you in? What are you passionate about? What breaks your heart? What's, looking, what's that looking like for you? Because as we spend the rest of the summer planning, and in the fall, we spend three weeks to talk to you about what we're launching into new and where we're headed and practical ways for you to get involved, what we want to make sure is that we're stewarding the resources that God has given in this church well. We want to be good stewards of the thing that God has provided to us. We want to, regardless of what it looks like, multiply the kingdom because that's what we're here to do. It's really cool that we get to come up and we, we got some like cool stuff and we've got some toys and you know it's fun that Steve chases people around with Nerf guns every once in a while, which happened again this week in the office. But what we really want to do is we want to multiply the kingdom. We want to do Christ's work here in Inner Kid. And so to do that, we just need to know what are we doing? What are we working with? Where do we start? And so if you've been sitting on the fence and you've been sitting and going, I'm waiting for somebody to call me, today or tomorrow is the day for you to send an email to us. If you've been kind of going, somebody hasn't reached out to me for a while, and if that's true, we are so sorry about that, but it's time to reach back out and say, hey, I'm still a part of the family. I'm ready to go. If you're sitting here and you're like, I've been thinking about this, this has been on my heart, now's the time to let us know. Talk to an elder, talk to somebody on staff. We are ready to go. We just want to make sure the plans we put in place allow us to go the places that Christ is calling us to go. And so this morning to you is a call to action. It's a call to say Christ is calling us to be ready. Christ is calling us to be equipped. He is calling us to be um, prepared, to have the things that we know, to be productive. And of course, Christ calls us and reminds us that we're accountable to the things that He's given us. And as a church, I think we're actually really excited about that. So, again, this week a little different, right? <laughs> Sorry about that. I hope that's okay. Again, if it's your first time, this is a little different. This isn't, we don't normally talk about ourselves this much, but this is where we are in the process of what we need to do next. And so I thought this might be a good time to talk about that. Can we all stand as we pray and end our service together? God is calling us at IPC to do something in our community, to reach people in His name. God is calling us to move and to be ready and to be prepared and to be equipped. And as a church, we are ready to go too. So let's pray for God to move here. Let's do that together. God, we are so excited about the future. God, we live in a time where the world really, really needs you. God, with so many people turning away from you in the last few years, with so many people not sure where their hope comes from, Lord, we know here that your hope comes from you. We know you are our safe place, our refuge. You are our salvation. You are the healer and the hope and the creator of the world. And God, we just want to get that message out. And so, Lord, I pray as you continue to guide us, as you continue to guide the leaders, as you continue to guide this church family towards where you're calling us to next, that, God, you would break our hearts for the things that break your heart. God, that we would remember that Christ sits on the throne and he is there to be worshipped, but he loves us so much and that he has love and care and compassion for those 
who haven't met him yet. And Lord, that we are here to do our part to build that kingdom too. And God, I just pray as we move out, as we think about what that looks like, that you would put that on our hearts heavy, not as something that is a burden that makes us sad, but God, that's something that makes us feel excited. God, it is such a huge blessing that we get to work and live in your name. And Lord, I pray that you would move us as a church family to continue to do that well. Lord, I pray, pray a blessing on each and every one of the people that are here, that are the people that are online, the people that aren't watching or here this morning, people that are part of this IPC family. Lord, give them strength, give them hope, give them endurance, give them the wisdom and the knowledge they need. Lord, just set their hearts on fire for you. God, we're so thankful to be put in this place and for the privilege and the responsibility that it is to do your work on this earth. Lord, lead us to where you want that to be. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Can you tell? I'm a little jumpy this morning. Okay? This morning, talk to people about that. Get out there. Talk about it. Let us know as a leadership team where you want to be involved, what you want to do. We are ready to move. We just want to make sure we do it well. God bless you all so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this family. And we'll talk to you again next week. Have a good morning.